0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial wellbeings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023. Available every morning on iHeart Radio, Spotify, and Apple, and of course wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Thursday morning, the 26th day of January. The month is starting to run out, and I don't know if you've noticed this week a lot more traffic around, more of a buzz, auctions of course this weekend to look forward to if you are on the hunt and haven't auctions become a real pastime for neighbours to just get out and soak it up? I personally couldn't think of anything worse than going to my neighbour's auction because, for one, A, they would know that I wasn't going to buy the property, and B, they'd be saying to themselves, gee, Craig's a bit of a sticky beak coming to the auction. I'd rather find out after the fact. Coming up this morning, now... On a serious note, we're going to be talking about the rental market, the yields. Yes, they are at a pretty decent return for investors right at the moment. And have they been hotter right now? It is absolutely tinder dry for some of the increases for rents, but there is this fine line developing between the continued march of the rental market going up and increasing at a faster rate than the tenant is able to pay and it's true to say that the rental market is at a runaway rate and some of the rent increases are pretty exorbitant and in a moment we are going to talk with May who is from the organisation Everybody's Home for her perspective.
0: Informing you seven days a week on The Real Estate Breakfast.
1: And coming up tomorrow we have Arjun from Investigate who is along Talking Property Investing for Sydney Siders. Let's have a look at those birthday calls just in case you're celebrating your birthday who are you sharing it with? It is the 26th of Jan happy birthday to you if you are celebrating. Ellen DeGeneres uh, she is turning 64 of course the American comedian and Eddie Van Halen he would have been celebrating his birthday today but he died back in 2020, aged 65. Of course, the American guitarist, songwriter, and producer.
0: It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews, and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main center forecast.
1: And heading around the country on our Thursday to check on the weather. Firstly, we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Well, you've got a cloudy day. 32 is the forecast high. Melbourne expecting a cloudy day, dry with 22. Brisbane, a little bit of a cloudy one, but some periods of sunshine. 33 is your forecast high. And in Perth, yes, the sunshine continues. A little bit of an easterly breeze up to 35 k's a times and your high today of 32.
0: We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast.
1: So the rental market has been described at the moment as fever pitched in different parts of the country, or maybe it's right around the country. There is a real uncertainty at the moment for people to secure shelter for themselves. And is it fair to say that in the majority of investors providing rental properties, they have a sense of fairness and responsibility of being a good landlord? and that the minority are jacking up the prices for greed and squeezing every possible available penny that they can out of a rental without the moral code. Right now let's bring in this morning from everybody's home spokesperson May Azizi and a very good morning to you May. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks so much for having me. So, yes, it is a real problem, but I think first uh, what we should do is we should have a look at your organisation, Everybody's Home. Maybe just explain that firstly to the listener.
2: So Everybody's Home is a national housing campaign that was set up to fix the housing crisis. It was launched five years ago and it's a coalition of housing, homelessness and welfare organisations. But there's also tens of thousands of, of ordinary Australians who have, who have signed on to the campaign because they're so concerned about housing affordability and the housing crisis right across Australia.
1: It's, it's a big challenge for you, isn't it, to sort of deal with, I guess. Uh, it seems to be a growing situation.
2: It is. Every single year, rents go up even higher, house prices go up even higher, rental stress goes up, and every year I think we might be about to approach a tipping point, and surely it couldn't possibly get any worse without somebody doing something, but every year it just seems to get worse. So um, I'm hoping that we do reach that tipping point sometime soon.
1: Yes, and and there is a real difference, and we should state this, between somebody putting up the rent at a reasonable level, and then there is this situation with the Meriton, whereby they've increased a woman's rent by 35%, uh, that's $230 a week, and almost $12,000 a year, and I guess the question is, is that reasonable?
2: Well, that's not reasonable. That is a, a, that is a huge increase. The, the sad truth is, though, that there's nothing to stop a landlord from doing that. And uh, we've looked at some parts of the country where the rental market really is overheated, parts of the country like the Gold Coast, for example. And people who live there will find that average rents have gone up. Uh, by about $110 a week over the past 12 months. And that means an increase of of thousands of dollars uh, every single year. So it does happen, but that's not to say that it's reasonable.
1: There are different states that have different things going on, I think. So have you got a bit of a breakdown there on what's happening in different states?
2: Well, in most states, landlords are allowed to raise the rent um, as they wish as long as they give about 60 days notice and, and put the request in writing. So, there's there's absolutely nothing to stop them in New South Wales or in, in other parts of the country. There are some parts of the country, Victoria is one of them, where you can write to Consumer Affairs and say that you think the rent increase was unreasonable. It's an uphill battle for a tenant to have anything done about that. Uh, there is the ACT, which uh, notionally has some limits on, on rent increases that are above the market average but again those need to be policed and right now it, it depends on the tenant taking their landlord to a tribunal um, or making a very formal complaint and tenants will often be reluctant to do that when they're afraid of getting blacklisted by agents and when the vacancy rate is just so low and even if they are forced to move out of where they are because the rent has gone up so much, they still wanna be an attractive tenant to another landlord and another agent.
1: Yes. And as I said, not all landlords, of course, are the same. Many landlords are able to form a healthy landlord-tenant relationship where there is this kind of mutual respect from both sides. And most landlords know that it's a good practice to do this because they want the tenant at the end of the day to look after one of their most prized assets, their property.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I I think We've had this dynamic between landlords and tenants, but there's actually a third sort of actor in this picture, and that's governments, right? So governments will get the system that they create the rules for. So if you create rules that allow landlords to, some landlords, some agents to raise the rent without limit, then you're going to you're going have that happen. You can't have a system that's based on the idea that, you know, landlords are going to be good people. We don't treat any other major sector of the economy that way. We don't regulate energy production providers thinking that they're probably good people and it'll be fine. I don't think the onus should be on a landlord to be a good person just working within, working within the rules and trying to do the right thing. We need to create a regulatory framework that makes it really clear what we expect.
1: Now, you're saying that Australian families uh, could be pushed into homelessness as that national rental vacancy rate remains at record lows, below 1%. Uh, What would you like to see happen in the short term?
2: The short-term is, is a little bit tricky because the, the long-term answer here is more social housing. But that takes years to build new new social housing. So in the short-term, one thing that the government could do is look at Commonwealth rent assistance. There were some figures that came out on Commonwealth rent assistance just this week, uh, which show that one in two people who get the payment are actually still in rental stress after they've gotten the payment. Um, so that shows you that the payment is really lagging. Um, it's, it's not keeping up with average rents and that not a lot of people are eligible for it you know you'd be really surprised to hear that the people on the very lowest incomes are often not eligible for rent assistance if you're out of work and you're on the job seeker payment well only one in three people in, on job seeker are actually eligible for rent assistance if you're under the age of 24 and you're out of work you, you're even less likely to be eligible it's about uh, one in ten uh, people in youth allowance who are out of work, uh, who are able to get it. So uh, we need to take a look at rent assistance, we need to make sure that the payment is actually keeping up with rents and we also need to make sure that it's it's working for people, it's working for people in share houses. Right now it's uh, a little bit harder for people in share houses to, to get help. We We just need to make sure that we've got the support there for people who need it.
1: And landlords, there are a lot of them that are listening to the podcast this morning. Have you got any message that you would like to send to them?
2: This is a difficult one because our philosophy at everybody's home really is that this was a crisis that was created by government. It's not a crisis that's been created by individuals. People are investing where the incentives are and the government has put all of these incentives into investing in property. I think what I would say, you know, you've you've read the occasional story over the past year about landlords who are struggling with things like interest rate increases and, and the like. And I think there's a hard question to ask yourself there about, are you the right person to be providing housing because that's actually what you're doing you know our whole system in Australia the way it's being designed unfortunately the backbone of it is average people who are investing in housing and there's a lot of reasons why that might not be healthy and if you can't bear a um, an increase in interest rates without passing it on maybe you should be thinking about whether you should be a provider of housing.
1: And uh, people living in their cars is probably set to continue into the near future. The basic necessity of shelter seemingly for thousands of Australians is becoming a luxury expense and not a human right. So, yes, something has got to give somewhere along the chain.
2: You're right. I mean, it's it's really, it's horrible to think that Australia is becoming a country where only the very wealthy can afford housing stress, but that's the direction that we're going right now. Uh, rents and house prices in major cities are completely out of control. Regional areas aren't offering the reprieve that they used to. A lot of people A lot of local people in regional areas are being priced out of their own communities. So we are seeing a lot of people, you know, sometimes in very overcrowded accommodation. Often they're completely wiped out after they've paid the rent. Or in the worst cases, they're sleeping in their cars. They're sleeping in tents. They're crashing with friends and couch surfing for months at a time. And this is not the country that we're wanting to be.
1: No, I totally agree with you. Hey, May, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning and uh, sharing some of those thoughts, those comments at a very difficult time for your organisation. Thank you so much for having me.
2: We connect you to the
0: best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.